Hi, Travel Besties, and welcome to the Just Book It podcast, the show all about budget-friendly and high-adrenaline experiences that will teach you the always-down mindset and how to get out of your comfort zone. From up-to-date travel tips, news and recs, to wholesome and funny stories and lessons from trips past, I'll help you fall right in love with learning about new cultures and the thrill of jet-setting. Hi, Travel Besties, and welcome to another episode of the Just Book It podcast. It has been some time since I recorded a podcast, so I want to apologize, but I also think it's healthy and normal to take a step back sometimes. I left off with wanting to go on a trip to Finland and Sweden, and unfortunately, given everything going on in the world, that seemed pretty impossible to do, and that really took a toll on my mental health in a way, because I just really wanted to travel somewhere, and it just felt like nothing was working out. Of course, I mentioned in my other podcast prior to this one, First World Problems, but Life goes on, and I'm excited to announce that I have just gotten back from my solo trip in Ireland. Yes, you heard that right. I embarked on a solo trip to Ireland, and I had the best time. Now, I highly recommend that everyone does this at least once in their life, because I know you've missed out on an experience, on a trip, on a destination, on an event that you really wanted to go to because you couldn't find people that you wanted to go with, or you were nervous, or maybe you couldn't afford it at the time, but that is all going to change right now. If you've been keeping up with my Instagram stories on the Brooklyn at Abroad, you guys are the real ones. And if you are new, check out those Instagram stories. I have a Ireland highlight about everything I did there, so you won't miss a beat. Now, the last day of the trip, I got super emotional because this trip meant so much to me. I used to be pretty codependent, and to be able to do the solo trip really proved to myself that I could do anything that I set my mind to, and that's what I want to share with you guys. You can do anything you set your mind to. I know that sounds super cliche, but it is so true. The only thing that's stopping us is us. And when I tell you the sky is the limit, the sky is the limit. I hope this story, I hope this journey has helped you guys in a way and maybe motivates you guys to go on a solo trip as well. Now, we all hate that feeling when you want to do something and the people that you're with, your friends or your family might not want to do the same thing. And it's a sucky feeling because you're so enthusiastic about it and you're not getting that same energy back. Whenever this happens to you, just remember, you can do this by yourself. So this podcast is going to be my eight tips for preparing for a seamless solo trip. So without further ado, let's get started. Number one, practice going on solo dates. So we have to start out with this one first because practicing going on solo dates will help you understand if this is something that you are used to, you're interested in, and that you feel comfortable with yourself. Because you don't have to spend a fortune on a trip to prove that you can do things by yourself, right? So whether that's going to the library, going to the museum, going on a city excursion by yourself, or anything in your hometown, do it by yourself and see how you feel. Now keep in mind that this isn't for everybody, so you might feel a little shy at first, and that is totally okay. But maybe after a few times, you know, you can understand how you're feeling to see if this is something that is worth while for yourself. Keep in mind, there's also no pressure to do this. Um, It's going to actually help you in the long run because it's going to save you the stress. Imagine going on a solo trip before practicing this and then you feel like you're wasting your money because you're really anxious. Maybe you're nervous as well and you want to have a seamless trip. So yes, this is the first thing that I think you should keep in mind. You should practice before you do this. I went on a solo date in particular one that I always remember in March of 2021 and it was amazing. I was so nervous at first and that day really proved to me that I can be on my own. I'm comfortable being by myself. I'm happy in my own company and 
I knew that that was kind of the catalyst to why I thought being a solo traveler would be successful for me. Um, a quick story about this experience. I went to the edge in New York City. Basically, it's a beautiful sky deck that overlooks New York City, its skyline, all the skyscrapers, and it's absolutely breathtaking. When I went there, I was so nervous because I had to ask strangers to take photos of me, but once I got the hang of it, and once I felt comfortable, it was a breeze. I then went to El Mercado, Spain, and Hudson Yards, and had all of the sangria, jamón iberico, and it was such a time, let me tell you. Let me know if you've ever gone on a solo adventure before in the comments of my blog post. You can DM me on Instagram. You can comment on my Instagram posts. Um, so yeah, that's the first one. Now number two, picking your destination. Okay, so once you realize that you are content with your own company, then you know that it is time to embark on a solo trip. Now this comes either the easy or the tough part, which is picking that destination. Now you have to keep in mind who you are as a traveler. For the solo female traveler like myself in this situation, I really had to keep in mind how women are treated in specific countries and if I would personally feel comfortable roaming that country alone. Another example is for the extreme hiker, you want to choose a destination that allows you to live your best life and explore more nature sites and mountains and hiking excursions rather than the city dweller. Now for the city dweller, you want to choose destinations that might feel a little more close to home, aka going to cities, so you don't get homesick on your first solo trip. Personally, I decided to travel to Europe because I've been there many times and I felt that it was a comfortable home base to start off with. I have also done some research on the safest countries to visit abroad as a solo traveler, specifically solo female traveler, and Ireland was on the top of the list, so I had to go. Here are some other countries that are on the top of the list, courtesy of The Blonde Abroad. We have Iceland, Switzerland, New Zealand, Australia, Ireland, Japan, and United Arab Emirates. Now, based off this list, um, Iceland and Ireland, I would say, would be so much fun for you guys to go on a solo trip. I personally went to Iceland. It's one of my favorite countries. Highly recommend, highly, highly, highly recommend going there. Number three, telling people that you're going and sharing your location with them. This is probably the biggest tip I have for solo travelers because it makes you feel a sense of security knowing that people have your location and people know where you're going. I would also share with them your itinerary, your plan, the places that you're planning on going to, the days that you're going to be in which cities, and what you're going to do. That way, God forbid something happens, which I hate to put that out in the universe, but you never really know. And in that situation, your loved ones know where you are and can refer back to that itinerary, to that text message you sent, and they know where you are. Now, on the flip side, when you arrive to said destination, don't tell people there that you are solo traveling. This is a big one because if you're a solo traveler, you don't want to feel vulnerable or even put yourself in danger. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I grew up watching Law and & Order and shout out Olivia Benson. And I mean, the stories that come out of that show sometimes feel too real to imagine, even though some of them say like it's not based on a true story. But anything can happen. So in this situation, what I would say is you're visiting a friend, you're visiting family, and you don't have to worry about, you know, anyone fact checking you because this is to protect yourself. Number five, don't post in real time. So this can really apply to anywhere, despite you being a solo traveler or not, but don't post in real time because you don't want people to be able to find your location, especially if you have a big following and people know where your whereabouts are. And 
I think now on Instagram you can, like if you tag the location, people can see that story. So if your Instagram or if your social media is public, that also puts you at risk too. Um, I would post the night of or even the next day or skip a few days. Um, So not everyone knows your exact move, your whereabouts and all that stuff. Number six, stay at hostels. I was so excited to embark on a solo trip for this reason, to stay in a hostel. Hostels are notorious for being super fun. Um, A lot of travelers there are very like-minded. They're spontaneous. They're adventurous. They're easygoing. And it could be really fun to mingle with those people. And it could add value to your trip. Personally, as a solo traveler, I wouldn't want to go out drinking by myself with people that I've never met before. But that's just a personal preference. A lot of hostels do have bar crawls so you can meet people and have a great time and go out and then you are you all are going back to the same spot so that's also something that you can keep in mind for a bonus tip i'd recommend booking your hostel in advance i'm sure there are many websites to book a hostel but i really like hostelworld.com because they have a lot of options for you they have really trustworthy reviews they have a great cancellation policy you would have to double check on the website, of course, while you're booking and you're staying, all that stuff. But for me, I think the cancellation policy was I could have gotten a free cancellation up to two days before my travels. So especially with COVID and everything going on, that is a huge sense of security that you're not going to lose your money. Also, they don't collect the full amount until a day or two before you travel there, which definitely helps your bank account. One last tip, if you aren't able to book in advance, or say you're booking a spontaneous trip, I would recommend spending less time in major cities and more time in surrounding cities. For example, staying in a hostel in Dublin was about 90 euros a night, but staying at a hostel in Galway was 60 euros a night. Even though it might seem like just a 30 euro difference, it really makes a difference. I'd also keep in mind that hostel prices on the weekends are more expensive. So to save more money, I would recommend going to the major cities during the weekdays and then the surrounding cities on the weekends. And then, of course, booking in advance to really get those special deals. Number seven, be open to making new friends. I know it can be nerve wracking at first, but being open and having an open mindset in general towards meeting others can go so far. I'm personally an extrovert, so I don't really have a hard time with this. But for the introverted individual, there are some things that I have for you. Number one, don't feel the pressure to force a friendship or to force a conversation. Do what feels right for you. I know you're probably used to this because you're introverted, but you don't have to feel that pressure to immediately click with someone on the tour group or to befriend someone right away. You have great instincts, so trust them. Trust your gut. Number two, pretty much all solo travelers are in the same boat. They're just good people trying to have a good time, make good memories. They're super free-spirited. They're kind. They're caring. I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but the typical solo traveler is super nonchalant, so don't overthink that they don't want to talk to you because they most likely will. Some solo travelers spend a few days, sometimes weeks, just traveling on their own. So if you reach out to them, they probably want to talk to you. Now, the last one, this one goes for everybody, but I would recommend booking day tours. I highly recommend the website getyourguide.com because not only are there many tours, but they range in different prices and they have different day packages. So this could really help you plan out your itineraries and it's super simple. 
During my solo trip to Ireland, I met a lot of other solo travelers this way, and then we all went to a pub after, and it was so, so, so much fun. And lastly, number eight, live in the moment. Since you're solo traveling, it could feel pretty lonesome sometimes, but remember that you're here on this trip to live in the moment. Yes, you could still talk to your family and friends and stay updated on your social media accounts, but remember that this is your time to do you and self-reflect and enjoy yourself. Put the phone down every now and then and just soak in the view. So what did we think of all of the tips that wraps it up? Um, Just to close it out, the most important part of your trip is that you're having fun and enjoying yourself. And at the end of the day, that is all that matters. When I tell you my solo trip was life-changing, it truly felt like a moment of epiphany that I can literally do anything that I want. I feel pretty invincible, unstoppable, and I want you guys to feel that too. I don't know about you guys, but I always felt super intimidated with traveling alone, and I am here to debunk that because based on my firsthand experience, I did it, and it was amazing, and I would do it a thousand times over, and I plan on doing more in the future down the line. Again, if you're debating on going, make sure that you just book it. I promise you, you will not regret it at all. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, first off, I'm so honored and so happy that you took the time to listen to me. Um, because homegirl could talk a lot. So if you stayed to the end, you're a real one. I know this was a lot of information thrown at you guys. So take what you learned. And if anything, listen to it again another time. And maybe you'll pick up on some more tips and remember more things from listening to it the first time. Personally, I will never stop chasing the thrill of experiencing new cultures. It's pretty much like a rush of adrenaline. And I think this is the best way to do it to expose yourself to new cultures through traveling. And if you're in the same boat as me, then you're at the right place, my friend. Congratulations. If you're new here, you are officially initiated into the Travel Bestie community. And with that said, we need to hear about you. Follow me on Instagram, follow me on TikTok, check out my website, poke around a little bit, see what you like, and comment a little bit about yourself, and I would love to get to know you more. If you're hesitant on the place that you'd like to go, no stress, no stress, DM me on Instagram, We can talk about the places you want to travel to that are safe for solo travelers, that fit your needs, that are aligned with what your travel goals are, and we can kind of get the ground running. I'm so excited for you guys to hopefully start booking a solo trip soon and to start at least thinking about it. Um, I wish you guys a great rest of your day, and yeah, just book it. (laughs) Bye.